1: Welcome back to OK Sis,
0: Happy Hour addition, that extra little content that you get in your fucking
1: podcast app each week. You are welcome. This is Maddie. And I am Scout, and we are the sisters behind OK Says Podcast. And for today's happy hour, we have the lovely Deanna Esper, who is one of our good friends. We've done so many pod swaps, and she's in freaking Switzerland right now. So we are so excited to catch up with you, Deanna. Thank you. I wouldn't go as far as call me lovely, but I'm lovely to see <laughs> you guys. So I guess that counts. Oh my God. You're so lovely. Okay. Tell us that you've been watching Maddie's TikTok, but you haven't mentioned my TikTok, but that's okay. But talk about Maddie. (laughs) So here's the thing. I've been watching both of your TikToks. So here's the difference between you and
2: Maddie. You really took it seriously and you did a great job. You were like, I'm going to nail that shit. And Maddie was like, "I, I don't give a shit what I look like. I just need to put in as many dancers as I can, because I need to become a celebrity TikToker. That is my exact strategy. How did you? I feel like like Scout went over quality of quantity, and you just went for quantity. Also quality. Also quality, though not quality maddie but i'm joking it was quite it was quality content
1: yeah i feel like i'm getting really into like i do more of these spicy dances and then maddie does the like hardcore like pop in it like whatever the fuck you call it
2: yeah i feel like you've embraced your sexiness more and maddie's like i want to be as hood as i can (laughs) because that's where i can be
0: Yeah, so I like to just, you know, insert a little of a flair. We do need Scout's presence, though, on our TikTok, and I'm glad we have a joint TikTok because um, I am convinced that the TikTok algorithm um, likes people with um, uh, bare midriffs and people that wear crop tops and are hot-looking, so Scout provides that to our service. (laughs) your heart you just refuse to wear the crock <laughs> that's
2: true
1: <laughs> i'm whoring myself out for the tiktok basically exactly. is what she's saying exactly.
2: i have been bitching about tiktok people and tiktok dancers for the last couple weeks and then i myself indulged in a couple of tiktok dances because i i don't know why or how but i don't see it as fun i just felt competitive and i was like well if these bitches can do these dances so can i and I got really competitive with it, and then I was like, "I need to start doing these dances." And then I, I did two, and I proved myself I could do it. And then I was like, "That's cool, I can go back to doing my tips now."
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know it's it's highly addictive, and you see a dance, you're like, "I'll challenge, challenge accepted.
1: I can fucking do that." and uh the cycle continues when i record one i literally send it to like every person i know text message because i'm so proud of myself i'm like check out my latest tiktok like i don't even make them go to the app i just text them the video which is so ridiculous yeah you sent it to our grandma oh yeah i sent, my, so I sent my grandma she thinks i look great let me tell you she was really really impressed with my dances anyways the business, i was impressed with both of your tiktoks i have to say i'm I love the dedication.
2: I love the quality. I love the two different angles that you two have going on. I've been a fan. You know, there's not many people I follow on there, but I follow you guys. Oh, we're
1: blessed. We're blessed. Okay, so Deanna, you went home because of the coronavirus to Switzerland. Yeah, Um, I did. I got deported. Yeah. Oh, you got deported?
2: No, I I call it that way. (laughs) Oh,
1: Jesus! I was like, what the fuck? Um, tell us about going home. What's happening in Switzerland? When are you coming back? For those that don't know Deanna, she lives in Los Angeles originally. So tell us the update.
2: Yeah. So what happened is that I do live in Los Angeles and, you know, I have a limited, I have a visa that basically expires. So I'm not there indefinitely, you know? And so I have my health insurance still in Switzerland, but I have, like an accident insurance in America. Do you know what I mean? So like I go to my general doctor's appointments here and then if I need something in America, they will kind of refund me. The, I, no one needs to know this information, but there's there's a reason why I'm saying it. And the reason is when the coronavirus happened, you know, I had a conversation with my family and they said, you're not going to get priority over someone who has good insurance, um, especially because I won't be able to pay, you know, for things if shit goes south you know for me and also so you know after everything that happened with the toilet paper and no supplies and I live by myself my parents were just like I think it's best for you to come home to be with us because you're not really safe there you live alone you might end up being alone in your apartment for months which they were right at the time this was right when things started getting bad um And, you know, I don't have family there. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a roommate. And so I came home and I'm kind of glad that I did, although it sucks that I'm stuck here and I can't get back because I do feel safer. I feel like it was the right move. I'm with my family. I see them. You know, I get to be with my sister, my nephews and nieces. Um, I would have not been able to do any of that in LA, but then that kind of sucks because... Obviously, my work situation is not great at the moment, but, you know, I, it, it sucks for everyone. So there's no reason in me complaining, you know, I'm with my family and I'm safe.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's trade-offs, right? Like it's, you know, there's situations, some people's situations are obviously harder than others, but it's like you get to be their, you're their family, but then, you know, the career is probably put on hold. So it's it's just, it's throwing everyone's world upside down. It really is. And the part is I don't know when I'm going to
2: be able to come back and, you know, I still have my apartment there. My visa is going to expire. Not now, but like soonish, you know, like next year. And I kind of, you know, I, I feel very helpless not being able to be there and sort my shit out. So that's been really tough, but you know, I brought Luna with me, which for everyone who might be confused, my Luna, not scouts Luna.
1: I copied Deanna on naming my Pomeranian, which she also has a Pomeranian, as Luna. Yeah, well, guess what? I was thinking of getting in the second one and naming her Lola, or so oh whatever God. at this point. Deanna, if you do that, we are literally paying a professional photographer to take photos of the four of them in, like, an amazing beach setting or something great, something super I happy. am whoring the shit out of our dogs if this happens. Yes. No shame. shame. But are you going to get a white no Pomeranian? Because, like, mine will be the two black Pomeranians and yours will be the two white Pomeranians. So I saw a couple, so I've been following this, like, I'm not going to say it on the podcast. I don't want to be shamed. Breeder. Okay? okay. Okay, I got mine from a breeder. Don't worry. She has champion bloodlines. <laughs> her, her, her dad is a champion. Adam wouldn't let me buy a Pomeranian that didn't have champion bloodlines. So continue. And, you know, all my friends are like, adopt, don't shop.
2: And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm still like following all these breeders on Instagram. But in my defense, I'm from Switzerland. There's very few stray dogs here. You know, they people treat the animals very well here in the mountains, you know, in nature. And it's not really a part of our culture. And
1: so. <laughs> yeah, but also, also, I was looking into adopting I'm sorry, you can't adopt a Pomeranian. No one is giving up their Pomeranian. There are no Pomeranians available for adoption. No,
2: and if they lose them, people steal them and sell them for like 10 grand. So I'm yeah. really sorry. You can't adopt a Pomeranian. Mm-hmm. And it's the only breed that I can, you know, travel with and stuff. So anyway, um, yeah, we are whoring the shit out of our dogs if we ever, which by the way, can I give you a little plot twist? I was discussing this with my friend the other day, and we came to the conclusion that Hannah Ann on Instagram looks like like a little puppy that has been hauled by its owner on Instagram.
1: Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole body approach. Okay, a y s i s.
0: Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hundred percent. (laughs) She looks like a doll. She looks like an American girl doll, like like
2: sexy, but not. But she looks like a child. Like I almost feel like a molester watching her Instagram posts. Like I just, I feel like a creep. And like, sorry if that was
1: offensive, but you know, no, it's very like what they did to Britney Spears when Britney Spears was like sixteen.
2: Yeah, and so. I feel like, you know, we could take a few inspo photos from Hannah Ann if we ever do a dog photo shoot. There you go. Oh my God.
1: Our Pinterest is going to be photos of Hannah Ann for the photographer to check out. <laughs> Literally.
0: Um, okay. So I want to talk a little bit about, you mentioned, you know, career things and, and that situation. Like, are you still doing your podcast? Are you doing remote recordings? How have you figured out that landscape? Um, So I'm kind of doing what you
2: guys are doing. I'm doing remote recordings. Um, I did a lot of my recordings remote before um, the quarantine, actually, because, you know, I have a very different business model than yours. You guys can, you know, batch record with a bunch of people, and then you kind of stay up to date with your listeners with your intros, whereas my whole podcast episodes are interviews. So I kind of sometimes, you know, interview people that are in New York, that are in Miami, that, that are in London. And it's mostly all the time through Zoom, because I have to release an episode every week with a brand new guest that is pop culture related. So I have to stay on top of that. So that really hasn't changed too much for me. The only thing that has really changed is, um, you know, I work in digital media and podcast production. And you would think that that is something that I could still be doing remotely, but because of the time difference and a lot of people actually putting their budgets on hold during this time, I've actually my business has really suffered. So full disclosure.
1: Yeah. I feel like in the pod, because I work in the podcast space too, I've had some people who like if podcasting is their main thing, they've had to pull back because the budget is so different right now for them. But then I've had other people who are in digital media and so or or like e-commerce or whatever it might be. And podcasting is just like an additional thing that they do that they use for PR purposes. So it's like about finding the right person who's thriving during this time, which sounds weird to say, but a lot of it's but there's a lot of like people also backing out of. Yeah. I, I've personally really
2: suffered with podcasting during this time. And a lot of people, you know, say to me, but you think that people would listen to way more podcasts during quarantine. Shut the fuck up. People listen on their commute. No one is commuting. Okay. You have a brain. Use it.
0: (laughs) No, it's true. (laughs) It's so true. My, my podcast consumption has decreased and it's so strange because I, I don't really have that large of a commute, but I, I just was, always, always listening to podcasts, just like any time I was mobile and walking or whatever it was. So, you know, sitting at my home all day, it's like, if I'm going to take a break, I'm going to either look at TikTok or I'm going to watch TV show. Like it's just, it's a hundred percent.
2: Yeah. You don't want to be sitting down, like staring at the ceiling, listening to a podcast. I'd rather listen and watch something at the same time
0: exactly it is a really it is an interesting time for podcasting because some some podcasts I have are non-negotiable I I will listen to them even if I'm looking at all day so the morning toast I listen to every morning it's like part of my my routine um and then I love Conan's podcast he is just and Deanna's podcast. Don't lie, bitch.
2: <laughs> I don't know if been on top of Wait, no podcasters listen to their peer podcast. That like we're too busy creating. Like, let's not fucking lie.
1: Yeah, but I um, listen. I listen to your Jared Freed one because we're huge oh, 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 Jared fans. Oh my god, it was so good. Oh my
2: gosh, so I was gonna tell. Ta- I was gonna ask. A, ask. Ask. I'm so American. Ask out. What podcast do you still listen to during this
1: quarantine?
2: And then I was gonna how the only one I'm listening to is Jared Freed, but carry on.
1: I am listening to The Skinny Confidential and Ed Milet.
2: Yeah, really good ones too.
1: Yeah, I um, listen to them I now just, when I shower and when I like wash my face and get dressed.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I really like Skinny Confidential.
2: She's so lovely. Um, but yeah, I, I the only one I've been listening to is Jared Freed because I'm single in quarantine and the only person who is making me laugh about this whole situation is Jared Freed. I feel like he answers all these fucked up questions about all these fucked up relationships and stories that are happening during quarantine. And it just makes me feel like my life doesn't, my life doesn't suck
0: as much. He
2: is Wait, so funny. Need,
0: yeah, we need a debrief on that because when I saw that you interviewed him, I almost shit my pants. I texted you immediately and I was screaming, screaming, screaming. I have been so obsessed with Jared Freed, especially, obviously his, what does he call them? Scream watching the bachelor or something. Um, yeah, yeah. Scream live. I yeah. don't know. Whatever. Watch that. Um, they are they make me pee my pants, laugh out loud in my room by myself. I, I am just so enthralled with him. He is hilarious. I wanna know everything about him and his girlfriend. Like I just I wanna talk to her actually. We should get her on the pod. Cause 100%. She's Dealing with him, hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> She must, must laugh all day, or she's so annoyed of him. I like. I think to she's so him. annoyed. I. She's a hundred percent.
2: This guy is like a volcanic eruption every time. Every time <laughs> he opens his mouth. So like I bet she's li- and she's there in a studio apartment with him as he's recording his podcast every day during this quarantine. Oh. I literally I would invest in the noise canceling Bose headphones if I was her.
1: Oh, but but, but yeah. I
2: love him and I'm obsessed. Like I think
1: he's so funny. Yeah, I he's think really he's amazing. Oh so hilarious. Okay, so what? Now that we're talking about content that we're consuming, what other content are you consuming during quarantine? Okay, you guys, if you haven't watched Too Hot to Handle,
2: what the fuck are you doing and why are you even in quarantine? You may as well just go out there and get coronavirus because, you know, I don't don't know. Just watch Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. I watched the first few episodes and I thought it was going to be the dumbest shit, which it kind of is. And it actually turns out to be kind of a growing experience for all these really dumb, you know... Tinder, sex obsessed, and not that that's dumb, but the you know you'll watch it. They're really dumb, and I just thought it was an ep- the best reality TV show I've ever seen.
0: So you are the third person to mention too out to handle, and I I said on my latest the last podcast that I would do uh, that I would watch it, and I still have not yet. I have yet to watch it. I I mean I loved Love Is Blind. I obviously love The Bachelor. Like I love these shit TV it's shows. Not, it's so- way better.
2: It's way better. And can I tell you a secret? This is so shameful, but I will put it out there for you guys. I watched it twice. No, no. No,
1: you didn't. What? That's incredible. (laughs) I watched it twice. That's incredible.
2: Like, I just wanted to, like, see every little tiny detail I had missed because I was just obsessed. Okay. I have to get on this. Like they the good thing about it, what I really, really like about it, without you know spoiling I won't spoil for you guys is that they've mixed people from the UK., from Australia, from America, from um, Ireland. So you know, you get the funny English banter with the American savage you know girls, and like it's just a melting pot of all these different senses of humor put into a show that is about dating and sex and it's
1: just so fucking funny you would appreciate wait what's the premise like what's the organization of this show so basically
2: they picked a bunch of people that are in their eyes super hot I don't find them hot but they're very like tacky looking so like girls who look like skeletons with huge boob jobs and like fake eyelashes that basically go all the way up to the sky and Like guys with like all these tattoos and piercings and very Guido esque, but like, so obviously not my type, but just, you know, look good in their bikinis type of thing. And they're all, you know, serial swipers on Tinder and hook up with everyone. They all love one night stands. They can't help themselves but have sex with everyone. And so they're put on this island together thinking they're going to get with one another. And then, you know, the show tells them the rules, which are you're not allowed to have physical contact with anyone. So they all start with $100,000 as a prize. And every time they kiss or do something that is physical, they lose money. And the goal of the show is to create a more meaningful connection between one another without having to like have sex and like hook up.
1: Oh, that's really, oh, wow. That's not what I thought it was at all. No,
2: it's. I thought it was going to be the dumbest show, huh?
1: Yeah,
0: that's like manipulation. That is like, how did they not tell them until they actually started filming? Like, that's crazy to go through the whole casting process. That you're going to be like in the, like a real world setting and then be like, psych. <laughs> yeah, they probably told them they were going to be in like a Love is Blind or like a Bachelor
2: or something like a dating show. And these people are like, I'm going to get with so many people like this is going to be so fucking
1: amazing. And then they get there and they're like, oh, wait a second. Nah. Yeah, but a hundred thousand dollars to not touch somebody for two months, like we're doing that in quarantine. It's right? one month. Well, one month? one month. Oh my god. Even yeah, if but, I was yeah, a sex but, addict, yeah, I would do that.
2: Distanced. You're not socially distanced. Well, like, I would create so, a social
1: like, distance, you know, like a six-foot rule just to get the hundred grand. Yeah, but you're not
2: someone who leads with sex. You have a personality. Mm. You're intelligent. These people lead with sex. Like yeah. literally all they think about is sex. So it's basically if I told you that, you know, for a month you can't brush your teeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You would be just
1: dying to brush your teeth. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. I'm gonna watch it this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. amazing.
0: What are other what other things are you consuming? Are you a reader? Are you reading some books? Yeah. So I'm actually reading a very intellectual book,
2: which is Jessica Simpson's Great. Autobiography. <laughs>
0: I hear it's really good. Wait, I've actually heard it's really good. I heard it's really
2: good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm a very, you know, intellectual person, um, but I'm not reading it. I'm audio – I'm doing – like, when I go on walks, I do, like, the audiobook thing um, because I'm very millennial and my attention span is all over the place, so I can't – I can no longer just sit sit and read a book. Um, are you guys reading? I want to know some of your reading recommendations.
1: I have decided, for whatever reason, to read Anna Karenina by Tolstoy right now. So mm-hmm. I am plugging away at that, and I am debating my choices in life for this situation. Um, but interesting enough, it's the second Russian historical literature book I've read this year, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, that's the book that I'm reading. Scout There's is it. our resident scholar. <laughs> well, I studied literature in college. That was my major.
0: Studying studied literature in college.
1: Okay. Stop um, making we- fun of your
0: sister. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that, Mads? <laughs> Thanks, you hear that? Mom. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> um, um, I actually just started a new book that I want to highly, highly recommend. So I've been on a reading... Um, a, a streak of really, really bad books, and I also have a sickness where I cannot stop reading the book. Like I can't just abandon it because I get anxiety and I feel bad. Um, but I started this new book yesterday called "Before We Were Strangers." Lauren Elizabeth recommended it to me, and it is, ladies, it is it. It is it about it is so steamy. It's like kind of I think it might be like softcore porn but but it's <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Are you having know. enough sex during quarantine Maddie Liter- like are you okay? literally zero literally zero <laughs> um, so there's that no but it's um it's it's a love story it's about these two people that you know have their first love in college and then they they reunite later on in life it's pretty a pretty standard story but it's actually really engrossing and i i was I was reading it last night and I, I literally could not stop until one in the morning, which never happens to me. Like that hasn't happened to me with a book in so long. So I was so stoked that I finally found something that was so gripping enough that was a page turner for me. So um, I highly recommend it. Very good. You know, it's still, still very like light reading. It's not, you know, Anna Karenina, you know, so yeah. you're not going to kill your brain, but it's a nice entertainment story during these times?
2: I might have to get this book. You know, fun fact, you know, I know I'm very shallow and I'm very, you know, <laughs> stupid and pop culture obsessed, but I actually read Anna Karenina when I was 12 because I used to be actually a fucking nerd.
1: Diana, <laughs> I have never doubted your intellect. I know that you are one of the smartest girls out there for sure and eating, eating. Reading. I am joking, thank you. Oh my gosh, that is the most
2: validation I've got this entire porn <laughs>
1: All you have to do is call me. I will give you the validation all day long. I feel so special now. Okay, let's keep going. I'm feeling good now. Oh, (laughs) I was just going to say reading Anna Karenina at 12 is fucking amazing. That's crazy. Yeah, we were supposed to do like a book presentation in front of the whole class. And
2: we had to go with the physical book. And I literally show up with Anna Karenina. And my teacher was like, what
1: the fuck? Yeah, it's like 800 pages or more. I don't even know. I'm Honestly, I don't know why...
0: It's bigger than you, Deanna. It was bigger than me at
2: the time, for sure. Yeah, it was bigger than me at the time, for sure. Um, I was a bit of an overachiever when I was younger. I was like a piano prodigy at the age of two. And I ended up, like, I was very not the way I am today. I feel like I make myself
1: dumber now. Deanna, I played classical music for nine years. I always knew we were so similar. Wait till I get my second Pomeranian. Okay, yeah. Then that's that's when it's all happening for us. Hundred percent. I want to hear some of your thoughts
0: on some pop culture moments because we actually, you know, it's been a little dry in the pop culture sphere over the past. Are you fucking of- joking? There's so many no. pregnancies. No. Oh my okay. gosh, Gigi is pregnant. Deanna, you didn't fit it. Let me finish. Okay, fine, 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 fine. I was saying that it's been. For the since quarantine, it's been like a little dry in terms of you know celebrity news. But yesterday, we got a gem of news that Gigi Hadid is pregnant with Zane's baby. Now, I want to hear your thoughts. Okay, so actually,
2: I thought it was a lie, but then Yolanda just confirmed today that she's so excited to be a grandma. Yeah, so it's been confirmed now that she is pregnant. Um, but what I will say about this is I follow all these other like pop culture accounts that no one really knows about. And there are rumors that Gigi and Zayn are having a lot of problems and Gigi ran out of money. And that's the reason why she kind of got knocked up, but I don't believe it. These are just some of the stuff I'm reading. I just think that, you know, she's like, I'm a model. I want to have a long career. This is the only time where my stretch marks are not going to, you know, stay for that long because my skin still regenerates itself so now's the time to have a baby and um Kristen Cavallari divorced her husband mm-hmm. I think that she and him just got married when they were young they were hot he was you know an athlete she was a reality star all good all great but then when you start you know growing all together you realize the foundation of relationship can't be those things those are my personal thoughts maybe I'm completely wrong um,
0: yeah, so I, I haven't been as involved with the Kristen Cavallari thing, but they have a TV show together. So what is the premise? I guess it's it's more so about her.
2: She said that he had mis- con- uh, ma- uh, marriage misconduct or something. I don't know what the thing is. They just said that it was a loving decision. I don't buy it. Um, what do you think about Gigi Hadid and Zayn?
1: I think that she just fucked Tyler C. <gasps> oh, I forgot about that.
0: Tyler C's baby? No, no, she's saying
1: that it's literally 2 seconds
2: after she dated Tyler C.
1: Oh uh. like, yeah, like way too way too like so to have a baby is a very large decision. It's not just like I fucked some people and now I'm back with my ex and I'm just like getting pregnant. That like they got pregnant immediately after she was with like she probably had one period after Tyler C. Got back with Zane. I mean, I just think she's so young, but she's not that young, but she just seems really young to me. I don't know.
2: Yeah, but, but Scout, not everyone is like a nice little Jewish girl like us who wants to get married and then have the baby. Like celebrities, you know, just have babies but because they know that marriage is not a viable thing for them.
1: Yeah, and they have like nannies that can, they don't need to stop their career. They can have like 24-7 care.
2: Yeah, I feel like... I, I would go the traditional route because, you know, I'm tr- more traditional. But I don't know. I, she did just date Tyler C, which also, Maddie, you were saying that all the news would kind of scale. But there, there has been so much bachelor drama this entire quarantine. Yeah, I mean, what's
1: her name, Victoria? Is at Chris Soul's house? Wait, mm. what? Have you not seen this? Okay, so this is what happened. Victoria's F Victoria F had a photo and it looked very similar to like a FaceTime photo that Chris said. So crazy stalker people were like, Is Victoria with in Iowa with Chris Souls? And then she posted a photo and her caption was like Love in Iowa or something like that in like a farmhouse or something. And so I'm pretty sure she's literally with Chris Souls. Yeah. I, I read about that too.
2: Sorry, I I, I didn't. Um, I couldn't hear properly. I read about that too. You know, she went from a country star to going on the Bachelor to going to like a re- like
1: recycling a Bachelor. What do you expect? It's Victoria F. Yeah, but I was just like, wow. I mean, Crystal's to me is so. Bleh. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't
2: watching at the time, so it's hard for me. But um, also, all this. Well, obviously, Peter and Kelly. And then, um, right, Nick out, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. So Peter though left left Chicago. Right. He's or is he still quarantining with her? I thought he. Had, I thought he's gone. I think he left. Yeah. Yeah. So also Hannah B left Tyler C. I just don't understand. How are people leaving and coming and going during quarantine? You need to stay put. No,
2: people are leaving. Like some people are still traveling because I guess they need to get back to where they are and stuff like you, you can still travel within the U S
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: What's going on anyways, but
0: um, yeah. So Nick Vial went on his podcast and essentially called out Maddie P. Um, I love
2: that. You know, this without even me saying anything, but this was so (laughs) like, I have so much more respect for Nick Vial. when I started listening to his podcast. Yeah. No. When I started listening to his podcast and looking at his Instagram, I was like, this guy thinks he's God, God's (laughs) gift. And I was just knocked down, and I thought he was so arrogant. And I'm like, yeah, but there's, like, substance to back it up. So now I'm okay with his arrogance. So what did he say about
0: Maddie? He is is very eloquent and such keen observations and opinions about things that are so well thought out. I really do have a lot of respect for him. So what he said was um, essentially she's been, like, trashing Peter and saying that, like, Peter reached out to her before he went to Kelly for quarantine and blah, blah, blah. And Nick was like, you are literally like, I've talked to producers and they've, they've confirmed that you are a liar and they apparently used someone else's house. They rented someone else, a famous person's house to portray it as their house during hometowns because they want like the Pruitt family wanted to look more established or prestigious or what have you and um with the whole and then he kind of referenced back that whole thing of her having her own uh instagram fan accounts and yada yada so he just kind of like listed out all these things and trap and not trashed her but just was like yo girl like you're not you're not in the right headspace and you're obviously lying so like just chill out so what he said was you know the entire season
2: she was Going around, you know, preaching about, you know, her faith and her religion and how, you know, being a a person of faith is so important to her and it's the most important thing to her. But like the one, one of the number one rules in most religion is to like not lie. And all she's done since the beginning is lie. And I think that, you know, there's a reason why Peter's mom was so against her. There's so many people that have so many negative things to say about her. and. I kind of agree with Nick and he was like, you can't be someone who's so into faith and religion, but then go around and lie and be so
0: dishonest, you know, kind of agree with him. Yeah. She's also been, you know, just like her TikTok presence, her, it just all seems a little too convenient and this like newfound relationship best friend relationship with selena gomez like what like she was obviously in it for the fame and she made it seem during the season at least and during her conversations that that was not her intent and you know she was so religious and she was probably gonna just move back home and like live this pipe like this very sacred life i guess but that's really not the case you know everything
2: about her just feels very dishonest and i think that I, I posted an Instagram story about it with the exact quote that Nick said, but I think he made a very good point. I also think that Nick Vial gives a, an epic Bachelor interview. He asks all the right questions. I listened to so many of the interviews, that, the one he did with Hannah Ann. I didn't listen to all his podcast episodes, but I did listen to that one. And the questions that he asked her, you know, she was she was giving such juicy info. About, that was during quarantine as well, that Peter was in a group chat with her and both families and he never once brought it up to their attention that his mind was not there and that his heart was not in this relationship and there's just so much bachelor drama and Maddie is cancelled in my books. Um, I just think she is so annoying. There's nothing to her. She is so basic. She has no fashion, doesn't know how to apply mascara, has nothing intelligent to say on Instagram, nothing for us to aspire to except for for lame basketball tiktok <laughs> videos that I have no interest in and I just can't get behind her. I'm really sorry.
0: I have to do more digging yeah. into this cuz I thought she was such an angel. Mm, no, there's, no, there's been stuff that come out. But no, I'm just like, "Ugh, I'm so are you are you watching listen to your heart?" No. I I don't get access from Europe and I
2: feel like literally I I feel deprived. From like my calling in life, which is watching these shows, and it's just terrible. How is it? How is it?
1: I'm not going to watch
0: it. No, I. I'm not. Uh, no, I'm not watching
1: it. And why? Because uh, it looks just it seems awful. so thirsty. Like ABC and The Bachelor, like just trying too hard. No. Uh, so my friends who I watched The Bachelor with
2: told me that they thought it was going to be bullshit, and they started watching, and they actually really enjoyed it.
1: Huh. Okay, well let me I don't do know if that. I trust them. Let me do the, the other one that you were talking about, hot whatever. Oh, let Dana. me Yeah, let me do that one first. Let me get through that. Okay. and then oh Deanna, we now well I kind of stopped, but Mad's finished Vanderpump Rules, and I'm on season two of Vanderpump Rules. Oh uh, fine. Okay,
2: you made me watch The Bachelor. I made you watch Vanderpump Rules. You know, we are clearly each other reality TV soulmates. Um I'm
0: so glad that you guys are both watching now. What are your thoughts? I need to know all of your thoughts. So I, okay, so I have a lot of thoughts on the current season. And I don't know if it was just because I binged it and I was just like really inundated with all of the content and their storylines. And I I really got a good sense of the arc of the show. And then this past, this current season just feels like kind of off. And I think I've been listening to a lot of podcasts who have recapped the show and I just i I just feel as though the magic is gone like i I get they have to bring in new people like the old cast has run its course. they're all so famous, it's so unrealistic that they actually fucking work at sir. There's no way like they're not fooling us and so you know, bringing in the new people, I get it they have to they're gonna you know have to do it do a new cast, but i just I miss like the just in absolute insanity of these people yeah. and they've just they've grown up a little they're all in huge mansions they're all millionaires they have brand deals like it's just not the same but I still obviously love Lala she is the crown jewel of the show um, although she's sober but it doesn't matter because even with soberness she is still completely Lala and I love Stassi can't get enough. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched this past uh, week when she gets proposed to, but I'm so so stoked about that because um, I love Bo. Like he is my type. Like I am. Yes. Amen Ooh. to him. He. Oh really? That's oh my high. god. I yeah. He, I think he is so precious. I like I like boys like that. Like hipster. Like nerds. Like I just love it. So um and then we we don't like Katie. We don't like Kristen. Don't like Sandoval. Love Schwartz. Not this past couple episodes but love him in in general. Um uh sheena's a no for me dog even though I know you know her which I kind of want to know the t on her.
2: Yeah, so it's so funny because I love hearing people's opinions that are not kind of like I'm not friends with the cast or anything. I'm not going to go as far as say that, but you know, I've I I I I I'm there like I've been around quite a quite a, a lot and like last season I was kind of there for some of the tapings and I've like been around these people and some of their friends and their acquaintances. And so I see a bit more, like, I don't know all the cast members personally, but I see a little bit more of an insider aspect of what's going on than you do. So very, very funny for me because, um, I actually think that's a very popular opinion. People are not liking the season. It is very stale. Um, four episodes for a wedding is unheard of in reality TV. We did not need to see four episodes of Jax and Britney's wedding at all, especially because Jax is someone that rose to fame and was glorified for being a fuckboy. So glorifying his wedding for four episodes is completely off-brand for the show. Um, and although we are all happy for him and it's great for them and whatnot. But I cannot get behind Lala. I cannot. I think that this season she has no storyline and all she does is inject herself in other people's drama and not doing so in a very nice way. So don't like Lala this season. Doesn't do it for me.
0: But, but she brought us Rand, which like I'm so happy he's been we
2: barely see anything of him and we don't get to see the fifty cent drama on the show. <sighs> for me, that's just yeah. a waste of a new cast member, to be honest. Like you get put into this show when you have something to bring to the table. And I love mm-hmm. that they take all the cast members on their PJs and all that stuff, but it doesn't bring anything to the table. So not for me. Lala's a no for me. Um, Sheena comes across very annoying on the show and gets the worst edit, which a lot of people are aware of now. So mm-hmm. Sheena off camera is actually, you know, loves boys, loves attention. That's, that's, still the truth. the truth but isn't it for everyone who's single and especially when they're surrounded by people who are in a relationship but Sheena's actually the most fun like juvenile you know when you when you see Stassi and Bo out you know they're at Tom Tom at the restaurant sitting down with Lisa Vanderpump Sheena is at the bar having drinks with like people and like talking to fans and being cool and embracing new people um she's a bit more open-minded and loves to have a good time and loves to have fun Um, which I think is a side of her that we don't actually see on the show. We see someone who's always, you know, craving a relationship and we don't actually see Sheena having fun with her girlfriends and doing hilarious things, which she does in real life. Um, I'm actually good friends with – I'm actually very close friends with Dana and I'm friends with Danica as well. Yeah. What? Wait, I love Dana. Oh, Dana – You need to have Dana on the podcast, my friend.
0: Yes, I would love
2: that. She'll do do it. Yeah, she's so nice. Um, I love Dana. And it's very hard for me because I knew her before the show. So it's hard for me to look at her with a neutral eye. But I just think she's one of the smartest people that has ever been on random rules. And so I'm grateful for that. And I just think that the reason why you're not into the new cast is because we're not seeing enough of Danica. Had you seen more of Danica's actual life and actual relationship drama, you would have gotten all the feels from Vanderpump Rules in the beginning seasons.
0: Yeah, I think they need to, I think they're just trying to ease out the old cast and do like half-half, so there's probably not a lot of like uh, coverage on the new people as much as we would like, but I think it's going to fully transition to all the new people. So, I need, yeah, I need some more Danica. I need I love Dana. I love her so much.
2: Yeah, she's great. Um, Yeah,
0: love Dana. So yeah,
1: I can come back into the conversation because I didn't. I only know. Yeah, sorry, Scout. That's okay. I only know very little since I'm like in the middle of season two. But um, yeah, it is quite the show. That's for sure. I don't know. I hope the fashion changes by the current season, but that's my only. It doesn't
2: really. The fashion is bad. Yeah. (laughs) So bad.
0: Got it. <laughs> I, I thought that too. I was like, I was watching the fashion, and I was like, I feel like it'll, you know, it's this is like early, like two thousands, whatever. But then I looked on, looked them up on Instagram. They look the exact same. <laughs> like yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't get better. The only thing that you know,
2: they start, you know, doing more Botox and all that stuff, and they're a bit more put together in that sense, if I may. But the fashion is literally still the same.
0: Good to know. Totally. Good to know. Okay. This was so incredible thank you for coming on especially all the way from switzerland thank you so much for having me i don't know if i gave you guys the good stuff but i hope
1: i I came through oh my god you always come through um yeah
0: anytime you come on you give us the good stuff oh thanks anytime i look at any of you
2: like your feeds your tiktoks your instagram you know i'm not really like a serial like commenter and liker but i always just I love you guys. I don't know what else to fucking tell you. We love you.
1: Um, Okay, tell everyone where they can find
2: you, your podcast, everything. Thank you. So you can find me on Instagram at Diana Spear. That's D-I-A-N-A-E-S-P-I-R. And then on the You Can't Sit With Me podcast, I interview all reality TV people and recap all your favorite shows. Actually, you guys, when you finally watch Too Hot To Handle, I want you guys to come and recap it with me on the podcast okay down yeah, let's do that lovely okay lovely. I'll, do that. I'll watch this weekend perfect i love you guys so much and i miss you i cry of laughter every time i see maddie on tiktok <laughs> and i'm very inspired by your new podcast gals and Aww, you guys you. keep just doing your thing
1: we love you Aww, we love you too bye, love
2: sisters. You. bye